It's all going on at Libsyn, the latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. This podcast made with Libsyn Studio. Libsyn has launched Libsyn Studio in beta, an all-in-one free platform for new and casual creators to plan, launch and distribute their podcasts. We'll link to a how-to video showing how it works in our show notes and our newsletter today. It publishes shows directly to Libsyn. We did a test show today and contains a mid-roll ad and post-roll credit. Libsyn Studio builds on the company's acquisition of Auxbus a year ago. Also announced today, Libsyn's AdvertiseCast is to buy PAR, Podcast Ad Reps. Podcast Ad Reps was founded in 2019 by Rick Salar and Anthony Savelli, who'll join AdvertiseCast's leadership team. The deal adds 120 shows to AdvertiseCast's roster. Terms weren't disclosed. Responding to Spotify purchasing pod sites and chartable, Brian Barletta writes this week in Sounds Profitable that grading your own homework isn't third-party measurement, adding it'll be a hard case to make to continue using pod sites when your actions in aggregate benefit a tool that's most beneficial to Spotify and their direct clients. You should subscribe at soundsprofitable.com to learn why he thinks we need to take collaborative action. Spotify is adding auto-downloads for podcasts, according to a screenshot we've obtained. We've reached out to Spotify to ask more, asking if this is just a test. Does Spotify stop downloading if you stop listening? And are auto-downloads passed through? However, after more than 24 hours, the company hasn't responded. Acast has been spamming podcasters, according to competitor Buzzsprout, which has published an unsolicited email from Acast sent to many of Buzzsprout's customers. We're aware that they've been sent to Anchor users too. While legal in most countries, it's seen by many as bad behaviour, and we link to a proposal today that could remove email addresses from RSS feeds altogether. We asked each company for statements. Alban Brook, head of marketing at Buzzsprout, says, Over the past few days, we've fielded dozens of questions from customers about these emails. We first reached out to Acast about this privately, but when they didn't respond, we felt we needed to address it publicly. It's a spammy marketing tactic that has no place in podcasting, especially from one of the most respected brands in the industry. Ross Adams, CEO of Acast, says, Email marketing is one part of our marketing strategy as we look to bring even more great creators to Acast and we're focused on providing the best possible tools and services to help them reach their potential. Spreaker has worked with Meta to produce a new simplified way to add your podcast to Facebook. It uses a new API. Currently, podcasts on Facebook are only available within the US and on mobile. The David J. Sensor CDC Museum has selected four episodes of This Podcast Will Kill You, a podcast on the exactly right network for inclusion in its COVID-19 collection web archive. This online archive focuses on the experiences of people across the US from coast to coast during the pandemic. In London, Acast is to use, quotes, experiential agency, The Park, as its partner at The Podcast Show to do whatever it is that company is going to do. In Australia, the owner of the iHeart Podcast Network Australia, HT&E's ARN, plans to invest heavily in podcasting according to their 2021 results, which were released today. Meanwhile, SEA's listener is to invest in audio fiction.
In Germany, MA Podcast is a new podcast ranking tool for advertisers. Similar to Triton Digital's podcast ranker in other countries, it uses log file analysis to provide a consistent measurement ranker using the existing IAB version 2.1 standard. And finally, a new podcast by Google has launched. More details of that in a minute. Google's press release says it's available on Apple, Spotify and all major podcast platforms. The first episode looks at team culture. Imagine the team culture at Google Podcasts after even Google has forgotten it exists. And in People News, Emily Maitlis and John Sopel have joined Global to front a new podcast, including a show on Global's LBC. Maitlis was a BBC journalist and host of Newsnight, who most recently interviewed a non-sweaty Prince Andrew. Sopel was BBC News's North America editor. And Wayne Chong, the founder of Podfest Asia, has died. He was 44. His memorial service will be held this weekend. And in podcast news, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me has launched a new show, Everyone and Their Mum. It's a short-form comedy show launching today in the Wait, Wait feed. It's hosted by Emma Yunju Choi and offers the chance to spend more time with Wait, Wait panellists and meet new comedians. Wait, Wait host Peter Sagel said, The only thing my career at NPR has lacked so far is a vicious backstabbing fight for dominance with a much younger, more talented rival. Nightmare in Chowchilla, the school bus kidnapping is the newest title from Fox News, looking at a 1976 kidnapping. It's hosted by Fox News Channel's senior correspondent, Claudia Cowan. Push Your Peak is a new podcast presented by former BBC presenter Louise Minchin. She sits down with superhumans who've done extraordinary things to learn what it takes to push beyond mental and physical boundaries and to give listeners inspiration and confidence to do the same. It launches today... And Google is podcasting again. Scale ups and downs will explore the good, the bad and the ugly of startups. Presented by Marta Krupinska, head of Google for Startups UK. Launching today, the first show looks at team culture. And that's the latest from our newsletter. To read all the stories in full and subscribe, we're at podnews.net. 